Hello Cryptonauts, today is October 20th, 2020. On today's episode of Cryptocurrency Chat, we're going to talk about the top 10 daily stats as well as your crypto news of the day. I am your host, Blockchain John. Alright, Cryptonauts, first reminder, we do have a Discord channel available for Cryptocurrency Chat, in which I will leave a link in the description below. If you're interested in collaborating or being a new sponsor on my podcast, you can reach out to me through that Discord app or through the Anchor app. With that said, let's get started with your top 10 daily stats. Starting off with Bitcoin, settling at $12,246.08 with a 3.7% gain. Second place, Ethereum, settling at $381.40 with a 0.9% gain. Third place, USDT Tether, settling at $1 with a 0.3% loss. Fourth place, XRP Ripple, settling at $0.24 with a 0.5% loss. Fifth place, Bitcoin Cash, settling at $250.86 with a 1% gain. Sixth place, Binance Coin, settling at $29.62 with a 1.1% loss. Seventh place, Chainlink, settling at $10.48 with a 3.4% loss. Eighth place, Polkadot, settling at $4.03 with a 0.9% loss. Ninth place, Cardano, settling at 10, $0.10 cents with a 2.7% loss. Tenth place, Litecoin, settling at $48.82 with a 1.2% gain. Alright, Cryptonauts, that is your top 10 daily stats. It looks like Bitcoin is in the bull market. Everybody else is in the red. It's bloodbath there. Let me, let me check. It, it looks like it's a... It's a mm, some greens, some reds, some greens, some reds. It's like, it's like Christmas. Looks like Christmas here. Alright, your overall total market cap is at $379.1 billion, up by 2.5%. Yeah, that looks like we're in a bull market. Cool. Hopefully you huddled your sets and enjoying the ride. Let's get going. Time for your crypto news of the day. Alright, Cryptonauts, next reminder, we are using Decrypt.co to get our daily news as well as CoinGecko.com to get our daily stats. Make sure you collect your daily candies. With that said, first news coming in from Matt Husey. Crypto buoyed by Bitcoin ass stocks fill a FUD. It was a particularly good day across the crypto market. Today's market cap is a healthy 2.3%, taking it over $372 billion dollars. Bitcoin leads the charge with a 3.4% gain, with Monero following with 3.4% rise. Stellar's continued bull run saw it rise 5.3% in the last day, and XRP is also up by 3.17%. What's got hodlers in such a good mood? It's difficult to tell, but one theory has to do with Bitcoin's performance as an asset that doesn't behave in the same way stocks or gold does. While the likes of the S&P and Dow Jones finished yesterday in the red, as did gold, Bitcoin is trending the other way. The signals to investors that there is an asset that seems to be more resilient to geopolitical fluctuations like Bitrix and the U.S. general elections. It's made an attractive proposition, says a spokesperson from AAX, the world's first digital asset exchange powered by the London Stock Exchange. Who, every time they mention the AAX, it's only a spokesperson, but they never actually say a name. It's a spokesperson that said this. Spokesperson said that from the AAX. Well, who? I want to know who. Give me a name. I, I think I read probably a dozen 
articles um, throughout the past what, month, and they would say a spokesperson from AAX. Well, who? I mean, it's been so many weeks. I would like to know at least a name associated with the AAX. <clears throat> According to skewed data, Bitcoin has only spent 93 days above $11,500 in its entire history. When Bitcoin has been above this point, volatility has been high. But with with the volatility hovering around 1.5%, this is a strong signal that the currency has found a home above $10,000 and is likely to stay there, the firm says. We'll wait and see. While hodlers have been rejoicing, Larry Dean Harmon is repenting. Harmon, the creator of Helix and Coin Ninja, two Bitcoin mixing services, has been fined $60 million by the Financial Crimes Enforcement Network. Wow. Next news written by Scott Cipollino. Robinhood hackers are giving cryptocurrency ransoms to charity. A hacker group has extorted millions of dollars from various companies and donated its ill-gotten gains to several charities, claiming to have done so in order to make the world a better place. The hackers, reportedly from the ransomware group Darkside, has employed the, t- the time-tested strategy of their profession, targeting large, profitable companies and holding their IT system hostage. <clears throat> until a payout is made in Bitcoin. <clears throat> uh, this strategy was made infamous during the 2017 WannaCry attack that crippled the UK's National Health Service. Ransomware Robinhood raises a moral dilemma. With the ransom being donated to charities, it's raised a moral dilemma among the recipients. Some onlookers have attempted to see the positive side. The notion of a hacker accumulating Bitcoin and trying to donate to charity is an honorable one. Charles Story, co-founder of a Future DAO, told Decrypt. It's a shame the charities are giving back the Bitcoin. Ultimately, it should be put to good use with these supposedly caring organ- organizations. What do you mean they're giving it back? However, other, others found that the hacker group's strategy to be less effective or honorable. I think it's possible that the dark side are really trying to make a genuine statement about wealth, rich, wealth re- redistribution from rich to poor. Jason Dean, Bitcoin analyst at Quantum Economics, told Decrypt. Some may even think it is an admirable, but the reality is that has not been well thought through. Dean pointed out that the stolen funds are unlikely to be accepted by charities and will likely find their way back to the companies they came uh, from to start with. Wah, wah, wah. It's worth a try. Next news, written by Jeff Benson. Grayscale Bitcoin products underperforms for month report. Grayscale, a digital uh, digital currency investing firm that exposes traditional investors to cryptocurrency assets is having a lackluster October after bringing in $1 billion in investments from July to September. That's according to CryptoCompare's most recent digital asset management review released today. It found that Grayscale's products generally underperform compared to the market. Exchange traded products or ETPs are investments whose prices go up and down depending on the value of the underlying products, in this case, cryptocurrencies. They're popular with investors who want exposure to the asset but don't want to be responsible for owning and storing it. Though they're meant to track the price of the underlying asset, ETPs price movements can nonetheless differ because as the product can trade at a premium or discount. In terms of size, Grayscale is the market leader for cryptocurrency exchange traded products. Its Bitcoin trust has a market cap of $5.8 billion and its Ethereum trust product is at $1.25 billion. That dwarfs ETC Group's and Wisdom Tree's Bitcoin products, 
which have been the market cap of $60.1 million and $34.5 million, respectively. Nonetheless, the latter two did better for investors in October. Okay, next news. Ran by Liam Frost. ETH 2.0 deposit contract is basically good to go, says Consensus Devs. The Ethereum 2.0 deposit contract, the last missing link that would allow sending ETH between both iterations of the blockchain, is essentially good to go, according to Ben Eddington, the product owner of ETH for ETH 2.0 client Tiki Tiku at Consensus, which finds an editorially independent decrypt. I am expecting news about the deposit contract any day now, probably about 10 minutes after I publish this, wrote Eddington in a, in a development update post published on October 18th. While stressing that his update was not an official statement, he laid out a potential timeline for the next step. Basically, I under, basically as I understand it, we are good to go. Deposit contracts in the next few days, beacon chain genesis six to eight, six to eight weeks later. Eddington also urged users to be vigilant as many fake deposit contracts and launchpads front ends will likely surface in the coming days. To avoid any losses, users shouldn't send their ETH to random contracts since this is not DeFi. Alright, next news. Written by Jeff Benson. Uh, you can now use your Twitter to verify an unstoppable address. Awesome! Hey, I got an unstoppable, uh, unstoppable address. You can check it out using blockchainjohn.crypto. Once again, that's blockchainjohn.crypto. Literally type that in. Now I guess you can type it in, uh, uh, in Twitter. Let's see what it says. Ever try to send someone money through a payment app and get nervous? If you transpose a digit... You won't be sending cash to your buddy, Bart, but instead to Gary from Dayton. Sending crypto with its long address and blockchain's immutability feels even more fraught with peril. Unstoppable domains and chain links have been working on it though. Today the company's announced a new feature which allows users of unstoppable domains.crypto domains to verify their addresses via Twitter. Chainlink is a smart uh, Chainlink is a network for linking payments and other data to smart contracts. Unstoppable domains based in the San Francisco uh, bl- builds blockchain-based domain services in a bid to bring about an uncensorable web. It raised $4 million in a 2019 Series A led by Drapper Associates and has unveiled a steady stream of inter- uh, integrations and products since. In February, God oh jeez. Mute that. In February, it introduced a uh, the crypto the dot the dot crypto domain, which is hosted on Ethereum. So don- domain name services like GoDaddy can't turn off URLs that use it. That said, most browsers don't support dot crypto addresses. Though unstoppable do- domains owners browsers does, and users can download browser extensions. Awesome. Show. With traditional pay- but yeah, I don't want to read all that. Next news, written by Will Heisman. Banks could become blockchain nodes, says U.S. regulator. Uh, the U.S. acting comptroller of the currency, Brian Brooks, struck a chord with attendees at this year's D.C. FinTech Week, suggesting that the banks were relics of a pre-technology era and will face substantial disruption by blockchain. Brooks formally chief legal officer at crypto exchange coinbase suggested that the future would see banks directly connecting to blockchains where they'll where they will see that as a payment network and they will become nodes on the network how decentralization will disrupt banks 
bank's legacy role as an aggregator of dollars could be disin disinterminated, Brooks said Brooks, who added that, that the centralization was no longer required for efficiency or to provide services such as deposits or loans. Does anyone want to take my $10,000 and pay me 5%? And the algorithm will find somebody who does, said Brooks in an echo of emerging world of decentralized finance protocols. All of a sudden, there's no longer value in the bank aggregating all that money together because the technology is substituting for the aggregation functions of banks, he added. However, this isn't a death death kneel for banks. Brooks hastened to add, according to the regulators, banks will remain in a vogue for fiduciary services, advice, and custody of physical assets. I think there's a huge role for banks, Brooks said. Brooks continued, but it's a transformational role. Instead of functioning as an aggregator of dollars, he argued banks will focus on high-value, add high-profit services. With crypto exchanges blurring the lines between the worlds of cryptocurrency and traditional banking, that future could arrive sooner rather than later. Yeah. Absolutely. Next news. Because it, because it's true. Like like I was saying, what was it yesterday? Do not keep that $10,000 in a savings account. You're not going to earn anything in there. Nothing. In fact, you should convert that ten thousand to stay uh, to stable coins and st push it over to, to Celsius Network, and you're gonna earn eleven point fifty five percent. You'll never ever ever reach that kind of interest anywhere. Who's no one will pay you that? But Celsius Network will. Anyways, next news written by Robert Stevens: How to find a Bitcoin ATM near me. By the way. Celsius Network. Refer a link below. Bitcoin is all about the digital economy and the cashless society. ATMs, therefore, should have no place in this virtual economy, right? Wrong, as it turns out. Bitcoin ATMs are spurring up all over the world, offering customers an easy way to buy Bitcoin on the high street. What is a Bitcoin ATM? Bitcoin ATM looks pretty much like any other ATM. The key difference is while regular ATMs dispense cash, Bitcoin ATMs lets people trade Bitcoin right in the convenience right in the convenience store, the mall or parking lot. There are two types of Bitcoin ATMs, unidirectional and bidirectional ATMs. Unidirectional ATMs lets you buy Bitcoin either using cash or card. Mm, Bidirectional uh, Bitcoin ATMs let you sell your Bitcoin in exchange for cash. The first public Bitcoin ATM was opened on the 20th, 29th October 2013 in Vancouver, Canada. There are over 15,000 Bitcoin ATMs globally and over 13,000 of them are in the US, by far the most of any country. Why well, use Bitcoin ATMs? Some banks block cryptocurrency transactions, meaning that the only way for account holders to obtain Bitcoin is to use a Bitcoin ATM. In the early days of the Bitcoin ATMs, they could be used to buy Bitcoin anonymously. More recently, however, regulators have turned their attention to Bitcoin ATMs in a bid to combat money laundering. These days, Bitcoin ATMs in the United States are regulated by the Financial Crimes Enforcement Network, while in Canada, a recently passed law obliges Bitcoin ATM operators to report all transactions above $10,000. 10,000 Canadian dollars. Okay, next news. Oh man, it's another late night. Uh, next news written by Nick Della Cava. Envision aims to use a blockchain track waste. In the end, someone will try to put virtually everything on the blockchain, even garbage. That's exactly what Russ Lemma 
and Daryl Taylor, co-founder of Envision. Invi is it Envision or Envision? I'm going to say Envision because it's a Z. Envision are trying to do their Houston, Texas-based company tracks the movement of waste and garbage through blockchain technology. Why? They want to bring a greater sense of accountability to what we throw away. There is no ownership of trash, Lemma told Decrypt. When you're done using it, you throw it in a bag, you put it in the trash can, and you set it on the street. You don't care about it from there. Nivision, which recently presented its waste tracking system at the United Nations Global Compact at the 75th United Nations General Assembly, it's emphatic that we see how much we discard and with blockchain ledgers they're confident that the data is virtually incorruptible the founders vision of Envision. the two founders while sharing a common vision arrived at Envision from different starting points taylor was introduced to blockchain technologies during the bitcoin gold rush in 2017 yet unlike many who join join him in the speculative frenzy, he sensed that there was value to the technology beyond immediate profit. He struck. He stuck around for the bubble burst. I learned from my mentor that if you didn't, if you do something just because of money, you'll probably leave because of money. I had seen that for years, year after year after year. And he goes on, on, on. What's under the hood? Under the hood, Envision is both straightforward and, as blockchain technologies tend to be, very much work in the same progress. Its object is to track the life cycle of garbage from its disposal bins outside of our homes to its ultimate burial or conversion to green energy. Okay, so let's see. A new token coming out, NVZN. Okay, how many partners? Yeah, next news. Ah, man, I want to try to finish this up quick. Uh, Robert Stevens writes, SEC sinks $5 million, fine over kicks $100 million ICO. The U.S. Security and Exchange Commission today proposed to New York court that me that messaging app company Kick should pay a $5 million fine for illegally holding a $98 million initial coin offering for its crypto network Kin. U.S. District Court Judge Alvin Hellerstein sided with the SEC in a lawsuit against the Canada-based company at the end of September. Now the SEC seeks to impose a penalty. The proposed settlement, which is yet to be ratified by the judge, would, would require quick kick to wire the SEC $5 million and give it 45-day notice before the start before it starts another token sale. $5 million, that's it. This settlement would not force kick to return the $98 million it raised in its 2017 ICO to investors. Yeah, that's isn't that isn't that crazy? <laughs> The SEC filed a suit against Kick in May 2019 and alleged that its ICO const constituted an illegal security sell, which Kick hadn't registered with the SEC. Kick, um, <laughs> Kick denied this and, arg um, and argued that its token sell was not a security sell and that the purchase of Kin did not constitute an investment contract. People bought Kin tokens for the year t for their utility, not for speculative purposes. The company argued. Yeah, imagine that you you raise ninety eight million dollars and you know hey if you don't give this money back we're gonna charge you more ah uh, never mind we're just gonna charge you five million what I would have just kept the ninety eight million then <laughs> oh man next news written by Liam Frost Grayscale now manages six point five billion dollars worth of crypto I 
The total value of asset managed by Crypto Focus Investment Company Grayscale has reached $6.5 billion for the first time, the firm tweeted on Monday. The biggest of the crypto's trust by far, Grayscale's Bitcoin trust, currently exceeds $5.4 billion. As Decrypt reported recently, Q3 2020 became the best quarter in Grayscale's history. As the company attracted more than $1 billion worth of assets, in addition, year-to-date investments into the Grayscale family of products has surpassed $2.4 billion. According to Bitcoin Treasuries, public tra- publicly traded companies including Grayscale now holds a total of 785,999 Bitcoin worth around $9.18 billion currently. Recently, Stone Ridge also added to this pot revealing that it holds $115 million in Bitcoin. Simultaneously, its crypto-focused arm, New York Digital Investment Group, custodies over $1 billion in crypto. Notably, Grayscale Trust continues to grow over the past month despite the market somewhat slowing down, suggesting that the increase primarily occurred due to an inflow of new assets and not because of a price rally. Okay, so, yeah. Oh man, we gotta wrap this up quick. I apologize. I'm just going to say that right now. I'm yawning. I'm tired. It's the end of the night. I had a very long day, but I wanted to get this done, right? Let's do this. Next news is written by Andrew Hayward. This social network just took another step towards becoming uncensorable. Uh, Minds, the Ethereum-based distributed social network, which claims more than 3 million users, announced that it has partnered with the centralized startup Arweave to allow users to save their social media posts to the blockchain-based permaweb. Build as a future move against potential censorship seen at more mainstream regulated social media platforms such as Twitter and Facebook. The functionality lets Minds users opt into saving their posts to Arweave's blockchain storage solutions. The feature will be available to use this to users this month. Our partnership with Arweave and this integration provides users with an invaluable, immutable, and censorship-resistant backup of their content. Minds founders and CEO Bill Ottoman told Decrypt. Given the chaos we are witnessing on mainstream social social networks with regards to censorship, surveillance, and algorithmic manipulation, Minds provides users with a more resilient, decentralized, and trustless infrastructure to build their digital archive. Okay, next news written by Robert Stevens. As Bitcoin prices rise, more yawning, more yawning rises. Yeah. As Bitcoin prices rise, more investors are buying in. The As the prices of Bitcoin goes up, so does the number of Bitcoin hodlers. At least, that's the trend observed by crypto analytics site Glassnode over the past couple days. The number of Bitcoin addresses holding more than 0.1 Bitcoin has hit an all-time high, and the number of addresses holding more than, than 100, 100 coins has reached a six-month high, according to Glassnode. Meanwhile, the price of Bitcoin teases, says hodlers, at just below $12,000 per coin. First, as of yesterday, October 19th, there were 16,159 Bitcoin addresses holding more than 100 Bitcoin glass node data shows. This just piped the six-month high set of June 8th of 16,158. The couple the couple other days observed are at a push of the envelope to blah, blah, blah. Okay, there's a bunch of numbers here. Oh, okay, done. Next news written by Alexander Behrens. Year in Finance Manifesto lays out leaderless DeFi vision. Uh, contributors to Yearn Finance, one of the earliest and the most radical experiment in decentralized governance today, released a manifesto outlining the unique nature of DeFi protocols. How we think about Yearn establishes ideas for what the protocol is and isn't. Though it's slim, the document adds weight. 
Oh my god. Oh. Jeez Louise, come on. I gotta stop yawning. This is killing me. Alright, where are we at? How we think about urine establishes the idea for what for what the protocol is and isn't. Though it's slim, the document adds a weight to urine's decentralized bona, decentralized, uh, bona fides. Uh, it's not officially a manifesto. That name came from commenters and a few administrators endorsing the post on urine's governance page. And the document makes clear why. Urine does not have an official voice, it states. There's no legal entity, there's no foundation, no copyright, no patent, no central authority, no stamp announcement, no official seals from some great leader. The document was proposed with the urine, with the urine governance coordination page by urine contributor, contributor Daniel Lindbergh and signed by a handful of urine contributors, including two of the five website administrators, Milklim and Ban Banteg. All right, next news. Written by Matthew DeSalvo. Why cyber criminals and terrorists keep using Bitcoin? Cyber criminals continue to steal cryptocurrencies and terrorists and terrorists use it to raise funds, but authorities are quickly catching up with them because when you do use crypto, they can't help but use Bitcoin. Criminals groups may try to obfuscate obfuscate the trails of their illicit funds by using rarer cryptocurrencies, but they often end up going back to the biggest digital asset by market cap, and that's how they end up getting busted, according to Magistrate Judge Zia Farkui and the U.S. Attorney Jesse Brooks, who has prosecuted several high-profile crypto-related cases on the Unchained podcast today. You can buy a Tesla with Bitcoin. You can buy a Subway with Bitcoin. You can't buy them with those other coins that no one has heard of. And so, they still chain hop to obfuscate. At the end of the day, they need to get this into fiat currency, said uh, Faroqi added that this is the choke point where law enforcement will come in. Bitcoin, contrary to popular belief, is a very transparent cryptocurrency and transactions are relatively straightforward to track on the blockchain, making criminal activity easy to follow. Alright. Next news, written by Matthew DeSalvo. Why cyber criminals and terrorists keep using Bitcoin? Wait a minute, I just did that one. Next news. Alright, written by Robert Stevens, the Bahamas launches its central bank digital currency. What? The Central Bank of the Bahamas today launched its own blockchain-based central bank digital currency, CBDC, making it one of the first countries in the world to do so, called Sand Dollars. The tokens are cryptographic representations of the Bahamian dollar, minted and regulated by the nation's central bank that are integrated with the Caribbean Islands Nation Payments Networks. Today marks the gradual release of the sand dollar, although a representative from the nation's central bank told Decrypt that its 385,000 citizens can set up Project Sand accounts today and process transactions. They can sign up today, and as soon as they have sand dollars wallets, wallet in hand, they can start transacting, both for the general public and merchants, they said. Proceeding today, today's launch was a small-scale trial that started in December 2019. The central bank has authorized six financial institutions for Project, Project Sand, uh, Omni Financial, Knews, Sun Cash, Cash and Go, Mobile Assist, and Money Max. All but 
one went live today, said the representative. The representative added that the central bank will continue to onboard and whitelist financial institutions, but that the institutions are really driving this from now on. <clears throat> the Bahamanian central bank designed the CBDC to uh, to complement cash and improve the country's existing payment system. In, in an FAQ page for the projects, the Project Sand, Project Sand claims that the country's payment system would charge negligible transaction fees to users, that the network is secure by high-level encryption protocols and enhanced KYC slash AML standards. Alright, awesome. That's really good news. Alright, next news. Written by Scott Cipollina, BitMEX ramps up rollout of user verification program KYC procedures. Uh, crypto exchange BitMEX is making changes to the rollout plan for its user verification program KYC procedures, uh, accelerating the date for users to be fully verified to November 5th, 2020. Full verification by the state will be necessary for a user to continue trading on the platform. Uh, another change to the rollout schedule means that by December 4th, 2020, users will not be able to withdraw their funds from their BitMEX account without completing verification. What? What, what is a user verification program? BitMEX's user verification program, UVP, was introduced on August 28, 2020. As part of the UVP, individual users are prompted to upload a photo ID and proof of address, take a selfie, and answer several questions that relate to the source of their funds and their trading experience. BitMEX says that it takes approximately 5 minutes to complete and many other customers have already completed the process. We've already got more than 50% of our clients base uh, through the process which has been a, which has been remarkably successful by any means. Uh, ben Radcliffe, commercial director at 100X Group, the holding platform for BitMEX owner's operator HDR Global Trading Limited told Decrypt. That was a long title. Next news. Written by... Wait, what? There we go. Uh, written by Scott Chaplina. Bitcoin breaks $12,000 mark during record-setting run. The price of Bitcoin shot past $12,000 mark today, doing so for the third time in 2020, according to CoinMarketCaps. Bitcoin's current price is around 12015 Bitcoin is currently on an unprecedented run, adding every day to a record-setting number of the days where the value has got has closed above $10,000. The previous record for, of 62 days set between December 2017 and January 2018 was surpassed on, on September 29th, 2020. Today, Bitcoin is on the on its 83rd consecutive day above $10,000. Passing $12,000 is a big step, and this has been tough to break through for some time. As more than one analyst has noted, there has been significant resistance at that level. Jason Dean, Bitcoin analyst at Quantum Economics, told Decrypt. That's awesome. Awesome. Actually, what is it now? As of right now, this moment? Boop, boop, boop. It is. Let's refresh the page. $12,203.01, up by 3.2%. That is awesome. That's awesome. It's it's past $12,000, man. That's awesome. We're going to 13. Going to 13 pretty soon. That's pretty cool. Pretty cool. Hopefully you have your your stat your sats. You're stacking your sats. All right. Anyways, that's our last news. Our last news of the day. We're done. Finally, for me that was like uh so done. It was. It's been a long day for me. It's very very late as well. Um. So with that said, Cryptonauts, I hope to see you over in uh, Discord. If you want to become a sponsor, definitely uh, reach me through the Discord or through the Anchor. 
or check out one of my uh, referral links. Definitely check out Celsius. I mean, you're gonna you're gonna get a nice little bonus for using the Celsius network. All right, they're gonna give you a nice little bonus for using the platform. All right, just check it out. Same thing with with Coinbase. It's free tokens. They even have a learn section there, and you earn a bunch of free tokens. It's free money. Check it out. Referral link below. With that said, Cryptonauts. Oh, actually, we still have a few more seconds. A few more seconds. We're almost there. Um, there's going to be another uh, podcast with uh, Jake Jabberley and myself. Just having a general talk. Um, it's going to be coming out, I think, tomorrow or either later on today or tomorrow. But it's the next episode. So with that said, Cryptonauts, um, I will catch you all on the next one. Adios.